Hey, 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 you're listening to the DIY Marketing School podcast. I'm your host and your marketing coach, Melanie Diane Howe. Today, we're going to talk about why it's so freaking important that you have some personality in your brand and you put yourself out there. Well, hello, lovely people. So today I want to talk to you guys about the importance of having some personality in your brand, in your content, okay? I also want to talk about the importance of putting yourself out there. Now, this is something that you've probably, if you've been following me, you've heard me mention before. I'm very passionate about people putting themselves out there and not, you know, not waiting for all of the action and all the inbound stuff to happen. We've got to put ourselves out there so that we can connect with the right people. In fact, I did an episode, um, uh, episode 31, that was basically helping you identify the four dimensions of your personal brand so that you could be more authentic online. Because when we put ourselves out there authentically, we make better connections, not only with better connections, which is, you know, people personally, but also with customers, with partners, collaborators, and the likes. So all of that is important. But really what today's episode is, I want to talk to you about what happens if you don't put yourself out there or if you don't add that personality fl- flavor to your brand. And the reason I'm um, doing this episode is because I, when I work with entrepreneurs or I work with businesses, uh, a lot of times people still get, you know, they, they just still get hung up on putting themselves in their own content or the people in their content. And... So they either don't post at all, or they just kind of have this, I guess, technical or vanilla content. There's no, there's no um, face to the content. Just the other day, I was inside of a Facebook group and somebody was just raving about this woman's program and all these people, there were a number of people that were, you know, commenting on it and there was a link to the the program that this woman was offering. It was like a, it was actually a, a free challenge, which is a, you know, which is really a lead magnet. Um, a, you know, a lead magnet is a way to capture people's email addresses. You give them something, but in order to get that, they have to provide their email address. They then go on to your email marketing list and hopefully eventually, you know, will either subscribe to some things or, or maybe even buy products from you. And so this was, she was offering this free challenge, this pop-up group. And it was this pretty lengthy page, but I, I went to the page and I I literally had no way of getting any kind of perspective on who this woman was going to be that I was, you know, quote unquote, you know, opting in to learn from. And it disappointed me uh, just because of the business that she's in. You know, she's kind of like this coach and, you know, she's got, you know, one-on-one coaching programs and other things that she sells. But here's this this first entry point into her. And I literally, there wasn't a picture of her. There wasn't any video. I mean, there was barely any kind of personality to the sales page. And and maybe that's just the, the realm of her brand, but she's in a very intimate business. And so it it made me, I was like, gosh, I just, you know, for such, for something so intimate, like coaching or, you know, consulting and things like that. I mean, it's so personal. You're literally like enrolling in that person and you're getting going to be working with them one-on-one. You kind of want to have a general idea about whether you're going to like them or not. 
whether they're going to be a good fit for you. And there was just no way of knowing on this first point of entry. And, you know, it's something I see often. It's not just this one woman sales page. You know, I, I find discover businesses all the time and I go to their, their platforms and there's nothing there at all. Or I go to their website and there's not a single picture of a staff member. There's just no way of actually getting any kind of feeling about the actual personality of the business or the person uh, or what's important to them or, you know, what their style is even like, really, other than just some colors, some logos and some words and some specifications and here's what you get and here's where we're located or whatnot. All of those things are important, but equally as important is the personality dimension of who you are, of your brand. And so I'm a firm believer that in any business, there should be a human piece to your marketing. There needs to be humans in your marketing. And what I mean by that is that people's faces, videos, um, you know, again, just let me get to know you a little bit deeper than just the technical specifications of where you're located, what you do, how much it costs, right? Because when we can make a, we connect with people, not specs, right? We don't connect with specifications, we connect with people. And whether that be people in your business, that your customers, whether, you know, if I can read a testimonial and I can see somebody's face, it's going to come off a little bit more trustworthy. And I'm also going to be able to see myself maybe in those people. I'm going to be able to visualize working with those people, with your people. I'm going to be able to visualize coming into your space, even if you're like, you know, a, a, a restaurant, I'm going to be able to visualize coming in and ordering from that person sitting down and ordering a drink from that bartender, right? And so there's so many different examples I can give you about why it's important to to put the people in your content. But again, it also requires you to be willing to put yourself out there because the number one objection that I get when people don't want to put themselves in their content or create videos or, you know, go to that, you know, open up the, the, the hood a little bit, let us inside, let us in behind the scenes, or let us get to know you a little bit personally, right? To relate to you. People are fearful of what other people will think. They're fearful of not looking good on camera, or they don't like how they look in pictures, or, well, I don't know, I, I'm not the, you know, I'm not my coffee shop. Like my the people need to come in here for the coffee, not because of me. But they also are, they're just afraid of what people will think about what they share, especially if they start to let out some personal details, things that are important to them, things they think are funny, right? Again, letting that personality come out creates a vulnerability and I think that we're afraid to be vulnerable sometimes, especially when it relates to our business, which is how we bring in money, which is how we put food on the table. It's important, right? It's a survival aspect to what to everything we're doing. So if if we if we screw something up and our business suffers from it, then we suffer, our family suffers, right? And so it creates even extra vulnerability. But it's really important that we get over this vulnerability even if you dabble in it first and then go all in. And I'm, gonna, I'm just going to share a story uh, that I think is such a perfect example of what can happen when you don't do it, when you don't put yourself out there, you don't show your, your, you know, the personality of your brand. If you don't own your brand, somebody else may own it for you. Or if you don't put yourself out there and let us get to know you, we're going to make assumptions about you. So sometimes the silence actually creates you know, we get the wrong perspective and we just make assumptions like, and then we're left 
it's, we're, your brand is left up to us and the pers- the perspective that we create for ourselves. And I'll tell you that all of our you know people's perceptions of brands has to has a lot to do with themselves. You know, and and I talk about that again in episode thirty one where I talk about personal branding and the four dimensions of brands. And so, what can happen when you don't let us in? One, you might miss out on opportunities, but two, you might be portraying yourself that's not necessarily true to who you are deep down, right? And I know this sounds deep, but it is deep. I mean, it really is. It's deep. It's personal. It's important. But I'm going to tell you a story. So back in the early 2000s, there was a campaign that Apple put out uh, that was, in my opinion, brilliant. So backstory is this, Apple computers, obviously heavily competitive with Macintosh computers, you know, PC, right? So the battle of the brands is Macintosh versus Apple. And, you know, predominantly before Macintosh, I mean, they really dominated the market. So if you went into a corporate environment, you were pretty much given a a PC, you were given a Macintosh you know, operating, you know, type of computer. You're, I mean, it's just simple as that, right? And it was the kind of designers or the creative artist people that maybe were using Macs. Now, I remember as a, at a young age, Apple worked really closely with uh, elementary schools. And, you know, kind of, I think they gave, I'm assuming they kind of did discounts, but they they really sold to elementary schools. And I remember actually, the f- like after using the super old school floppy disk computers, actually using a, a an Apple computer and learning how to type and things like that on an Apple computer. And, and then the older I got, it moved to PCs. So I know they invested in elementaries, um, but when I got to college, everything was back to PC again, right? Except for in the fine arts or over in the graphics places, they had a few Macs, but p- again, predominantly uh, PCs everywhere. Go into the corporate world. Here's your laptop. It's a PC. Here's your computer, your desktop computer. It's a PC. So they really dominated the market. They knew it, right? They didn't do marketing. They really didn't do any marketing. They did hardly anything at all. And if they did, it was very vanilla. It was very much technicalities, specifications. There is was absolutely no personality to their marketing. And this was because they, why would, you know, they had this, this perception of, you know, we've got the market. There's not really any competition out there for us. I mean, yeah, we've got these Macs out there, but they're not really building computers for the home or, you know, our, we, we've got it. They're building computers for designers and creative people. But then what started happening was, the younger generation was starting to really embrace the computers. And then Mac or and Apple said, Hey, Mac, we're going to, or Hey, PC, we're going to, you're not really portraying your personality. So we're going to portray it for you. And let me tell you, if you leave it up to your competition to portray your personality for you, they're not going to do it the way you want. So what happened was, is there was this series of TV commercials that, that went out and they are so good. I will link to a compilation of them in the show notes. Uh, it'll be like a YouTube video. They're 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 genius. They basically made fun of PC. So they, you know, just to give you a gist, it's there's two guys, right? And one's like, hi, I'm a PC. And the other guy's like, hi, I'm a Mac. And the PC guy's in this like boring, drab, like suit. He's got this like comb over haircut. 
and he's got, you know, he's just, they make him out to be this kind of like corporate nerdy guy. And then the Mac guy's got this like hip outfit on. He's just kind of relaxed and laid back and he's just kind of cool, right? And they were basically saying like, I mean, I'm like, do you want to be this drabby, nerdy, corporate overweight guy or do you want to be the cool like Mac? So naturally, what did they do? Who do you want to relate to? Do you want to relate to the uncool or do you want to relate to the cool? So naturally, you're like, hmm, interesting. But then they started doing these like, um, you know, these little iterations of what was going on. So, for example, there's this one where, you know, the Mac or the PC is, um, they like walk in and he's like, hi, I'm a Mac. Hi, I'm a PC. And he's like sneezing. He's like blowing his nose. And the Mac's like, oh, PC, what's wrong? He's like, oh, I've got this horrible virus. And again, they're basically talking about how PCs are full of viruses. You know, Macs have always prided themselves that they're virus free. You can't, you know, they don't really, they don't, they're not affected by viruses. And it goes on these, these little parodies go on and on about just the issues that PCs have, having to restart the computer, you know, how, oh, I want to create videos and create graphics. I need to install all these things and update my drivers and do all these things. And the Mac's like, I just turn on and I'm ready to go. So you get the point, right? What happened here was, is that Macintosh wasn't owning their brand. They weren't showcasing anything about, they didn't have any personality. They were all about specifications and technicalities. Well, let me ask you a question. What do you relate to when you think about buying a product? Do you relate to the specifications or do you relate to maybe what it would be like to use that product or who else is using that product? Or do you, does it catch your attention when you hear a friend talk about their favorite skincare? Do you really care about the chemicals that are in that skincare product? Do you really care about, you know, what it's made of, like deep down, like the actual chemicals? I mean, some of us do because we have rashes and issues and things like that. But for the most part, what we care about are the results. But we also can see ourselves using a product because we can see somebody else who's using the product. So that's an example of putting a human into it, right? So because Macintosh wasn't doing it, then Apple created these commercials and they created these personas. And so the persona for the PC was not very likable, like I said, nerdy, boring. And then the persona for the Mac was like, hey, that's who I want to go hang out with, right? And so all of a sudden, Mac, you know, became more popular. And I got to tell you, the result was it worked. I mean, people really started, they related to these issues that they were pointing out and calling out in these funny commercials. And it made people realize like, oh, I didn't even realize Macs were an option for me. And people, it worked. Their sales started trending up. Macintosh sales started trending down. Corporate companies started considering pulling in Macs into their environments. It all changed. But what happened was, is that Macintosh had to recover from the persona that their competitor created for them because they didn't own the personality. They didn't have a personality and they let their competition create a personality for them. And so while I don't necessarily feel the the world of small business runs into these situations where our competitors are, you know, really going after us like that, but it does happen. I see it. If you, you know, I see people, you know, people posting negative reviews or negative experiences about something that happened, or they post an assumption about something. And then you see in the comments and you have all these people chiming in. And sometimes the information is just blatantly inaccurate right? And that's nobody there to stick up for them or there's nobody there to, to point anything out because there's there's just nothing there. And so it's important that you put yourself out there for that reason, of course. But also, more importantly, as I said, 
you've got to be relatable. You've got to be able to put yourself out there so people can decide if you are a good fit for them and if there's a should be a connection there. And if we're fearful and we're afraid to put ourselves out there, we're going to miss on that opportunity. The other thing that's going to happen is we might accidentally attract the wrong people to our business because there isn't that filter process. And so I say there is a way for you to put personality in your brand and to put yourself in it and put yourself out there, be vulnerable, put your put your people in your content, let them shine, let the other humans, your customers relate to the other humans in your world professionally and try to determine if it's a good fit. And also own the personality of your brand. Don't just be hiding behind a logo. Don't just hide behind the technical you know, aspects, the specifications. Be something. Share stories. Talk about what's important to you. Share what's funny to you. Share what's not funny to you if it's important. Your industry is going to obviously gear you in that direction, but don't be afraid. I hear also that some people in certain industries that are maybe a little not not as loose, if you will, they're like, you know, I don't want to come off as unprofessional. Well, you know what's professional and you can be professional and still have a personality, okay? And if you're afraid that by showing who you really are is going to, you know, deter some people away, maybe that's exactly what's supposed to be happening. Or do you really want to have to put on this face, if you will, this fake face, this fake persona just to do business with people? Or would you rather be able to be yourself and be the real you and and the, knowing that the people that are doing business with you know that it's the real you and they, they like you for it? Wouldn't you much rather do that? Got to think about that for a second, right? So this is an episode that I wanted to do as a bit of a piggyback on that th- episode 31, where I talk about the four dimensions of your personal brand. But I also wanted to share it because I think that there's been so much going on in the world with the pandemic and the social injustice you know, issues circling our world, continuing to you know, be present and prevalent. And I think there's just a lot of people that feel unsure about what they're supposed to do next or what should be in their content. And I also think that, you know, sometimes we just tend to, when we play it safe, we tend to to get quiet. And, um, you know, I know I've certainly felt those vulnerabilities. I've certainly felt that way before, but you cannot go dark. You cannot go dark in your stuff. You can't stop showing up and you can't stop putting yourself out there for the fear that you might detract somebody. It's okay to lose followers. It's okay for people to unsubscribe from an email list. Those are all okay. There's enough business for everyone and there's enough customers out there for you. Don't sacrifice who you really truly are just trying to make people happy or because you're playing it safe. Put yourself out there. I promise you those connections and those customers, will you'll have such a better experience and so will they because they will know who you are and what you're about. So that's what I had for you guys today. Again, kind of a deeper episode, but certainly an important one. I'd love to hear your feedback on this one. So if you are in the DIY Marketing with Melanie Facebook group, jump in there and let me know your thoughts about this episode. If you're not in that group, join us. Join us over there. It's a free community of other people doing their own marketing. We, we, we talk about these types of things all the time. That group, you guys, is where I get a lot of my content ideas. It's where I see the questions and it's how I know what you guys need help with. So there's also that. 
If you haven't subscribed already, give this podcast a subscription. Go like it. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss any episodes. And uh, I'll be back soon with another episode. And as always, I hope you guys take care of yourselves, put yourselves out there, and you know next, go be awesome.